This episode of Moving Panels is brought to you by Hot Sauce from Hell. Taste the infernal flavors of Victorian London with every fiery bike. Because even Jack the Ripper can't resist the heat. Welcome to this Moving Panels One Shot. Let's have a nerdy little conversation. And we're going to go back to the beginning of the year, back when we were in our walk through Alan Moore and talking about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And in that episode, I had my lovely wife, Bethany, and the dapper Southern gent, Blake Fowler, with me. And we discussed all of that. Well, then afterwards, we got an idea. What if we came up with our own League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? And I said, say less. Yeah. So <laughs> the, uh, the only criteria that we had for it was uh, you come up with a team of five, because uh, that was kind of the core group. From the comic, you know, you don't include uh, Dorian Gray, who wasn't really a member. Uh, so you got to get your group of five. They didn't have to all be from the same time period, the way that uh, Alan Moore kind of stuck to it. Just literary characters. Uh, of course, we're not going superhero related. We're just we're going traditional books here. And then I also thought, let's come up with a literary villain. And so the three of us have come up with our own League of Extraordinary Gentlemen based off of literary characters, and we thought we'd share that. But first, let me go ahead and introduce, uh, as you have already heard, my lovely wife, Bethany. How are you? I'm great. I, you told me about this topic, and immediately I was like, okay, I got this. All right. So And then I just like had instantly had a board on the wall with red yarn going everywhere. I was super excited. <laughs> And then also joining us is the dapper Southern gent, Mr. Blake uh, Fowler. Laramie, I am ready, despite the fact that few people have called me extraordinary, and even fewer have called me a gentleman. So here we are, <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, Has I anyone ever called a, you a league before, though? Uh, yes, they have, actually. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is true. I do not have a murder board like Bethany has of characters with red yarn, but I do have a list, if that counts. <laughs> Yeah, right before we started recording, Blake told us that uh, he went a little bit farther than the... I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, I'll do seven, like from the movie. And Laramie was like, this is a comic book podcast. You're going to do five and you're going to like it. Um, so a little intimidation. If you know Laramie, he's very good at that. But yeah, we've, <laughs> we're good. I will say this. If we did seven, I was I would have struggled. I, so. struggle, I struggled to get it down to five. But okay, we'll, we'll see yeah. where this goes. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into it. And uh, since um, Bethany was so excited about this, we'll, we'll let her go first. So, Bethany, share with everybody your League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Do you want me to give the whole yeah, league or the, just one at a the, time? The whole league. Oh, we're going 20,000 leagues under right yeah. now. Right. Let's hear them all. <laughs> your reasoning behind why they would make a good uh, member of this league. and Okay, so my first thing I want to do is talk about my villain. I figured in order to know who I would need on a team to defeat this villain, I would need to know who the villain is. And I went with Commander Waterford from uh, I, I know The Handmaid's books. Tale. Call the Midwife came up into my brain. The Handmaid's Tale. He is the um, pretty much the husband, the the male bad guy in the book, and in the TV show, The Handmaid's Tale. But my theory behind it was everyone's going to think he is the, the the head of the evil organization. 
they're going to kill him and then realize that he was just a figurehead. Actually, it was Aunt Lydia the whole time. Plot twist. She has been the mastermind. <laughs> Who, who's Aunt Lydia? She is a bad person in The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know nothing about The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> so that was kind of my thought was, you know, pretty much I wanted an all-female group is where I'm getting at with this. Is It's going to be a group of women have to take down the patriarchy. And as, so... As, as one does. <laughs> as one does. So I was like, who needs to be my lead? The person who can get everybody into where they need to be, kind of... You know, the leader of, of my group, and I thought, Elizabeth Bennett. She's got the money. She's got the acclaim. I'm thinking. She has the pride. She has the pride has and the prejudice. The prejudice. And the prejudice, yeah. <laughs> to, to discriminate against any male members of this league. <laughs> and I also liked the idea. I could kind of foresee, like, her reasoning behind, especially since she's a character that was already around during a very patriarchal society she saw her sister have to be forced into an unhappy marriage just because if she didn't not only would her reputation be ruined but all of her sister's reputations would be ruined and she saw her sister hurting and there was nothing she could do and society shunned them and everything so i I was like i feel like elizabeth bennett would be a really good leader of this group And then I'm thinking, okay, so we've got high society. She can get you into all the parties. That's Elizabeth Bennett. But who's going to be the person working the parties? Who's going to be the person that is the ear listening because nobody thinks to stop talking when she's around? Why, that's going to be Suge Avery from The Color Purple. Okay. She is at all the high society parties, but she has been hired as... The singer, the entertainment. Just work and in the room. Talk, yeah, people yeah. talk plans around her. Yeah. Nobody's li- nobody's thinking about it. So we got Suge Avery. Then after that, I'm like, okay, what else do we need in order to really start bringing stuff down? Let's get a little, let's sprinkle a little bit of magic in this. Talking Hermione Granger. Yeah. Hermione Granger, she knows the muggle world and she knows the magic world. I knew she was coming. <laughs> it was inevitable. <laughs> She's she is of the brave. She has already taken down a fascist dictator in her world. Let's take down another one in, you know, the muggle world. And here's the thing. So here's where I'm gonna get a little less like traditional characters. And that's gonna be Elizabeth Zott from Lessons in Chemistry. She's my scientist. So that show, I don't know, they've just made the book into a series on Apple TV um, starring Brie Larson. I think she's very intelligent. She's That story is also about feminism. So I'm thinking Elizabeth Zott would be a good, interesting. And I like the idea that you don't know Hermione is magic right out of the gate. Or at least she doesn't tell everyone. And so her and Elizabeth Zott are like buddies. And then come to find out there's a turn that magic and Elizabeth's like, whoa, I don't know about all this because she's a chemist. She's yeah. the world of science. That would be an interesting dynamic. I love it. Anyways, so now we need some muscle. We need the person who's going to be the kill shot. The person who from a distance is just going to kill him. What? Death? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know kill shot was in this. 
we're talking Katniss Everdeen of oh, the Hunger Games. There you oh, go. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's going to be our sniper. And, you know, she's kind of a loner, but she's also seen what happens when, you know, large organizations try to put down people who are of a different, who are, who are different in any kind of way. So that's why I think this would be the perfect League of Extraordinary Gentlewomen. And Sharks, I would like to ask for 25% and $10 million. What what just happened here? (laughs) In order to make this actually come true, because the more I thought about it, the more I really, really, really wanted to see it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, There doesn't seem to be enough males in this for me, so for that reason, I'm out. (laughs) That's okay. I'm waiting on Lori's vote. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got to wait on Lori for sure. I will say it's a very, very well thought out yeah. uh, group there. I, I did expect Elizabeth Bennett to be in it. I did ex- her, expect Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. I, I probably should have expected Katniss. I should have seen Katniss coming. Out of those. I didn't see the other two coming. Yeah. And of course, I didn't know who your villains were. So. Yeah. What a uh, surprise for Laramie. Honestly, I was like, I know I want an all female group. I need to find Patriarchy the villain. Who's Patriarchy the character? That's going to be Commander Waterford from, uh, I, I want to say, Call the Midwife again. Yeah, there it is. I love the spin. <laughs> I, love the, I love the spin on it. I think it's a great, it's a great spin. And if, um, you know, Hollywood and or Alan Moore is looking to re up, hit me again, up. You know, hit me up. I've already played out some of the scenes in my head. Yeah. This is fan fiction waiting to happen. All right, so check out uh, Bethany's website for when that drops. <laughs> Where's uh, when's the Kickstarter for that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I I've got to admit uh, it's going to go downhill from there as far as I'm yeah, concerned. I, I <laughs> so, certainly did not put the time and thought into that. Mine was like this guy's cool. Like I put. Yeah. Him in oh no, there's thing. a little bit of that from me too. <laughs> but uh, but Blake, I will let you go ahead and uh, and give your your team and villain. Yeah, uh, and of course, whatever order you want to go in. Yeah, so very quickly, I'm going to go with my uh, almost League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's very quick. So, um, Scarecrow, the from replacements. The of, yeah, Scarecrow the from the Wizard of Oz. Um, nice. He didn't okay. make it because Straw, obviously, yeah, didn't burns seem to be super easy. Really good. Um, Christian Gray, very rich, but feels like he would get distracted pretty easily. Um, so I didn't <laughs> include him. Charlie's grandpa from uh, Willy Wonka. Ah! Uncle wow. Joe? Yeah, uh, yeah. Grandpa well, Joe, excuse me. Yeah, Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Joe. Yeah, um, clearly not a great guy since he faked paralysis his entire life <laughs> until he found out he, he was going to the chocolate if factory. If you needed anything from him, he was going to pretend to be yeah. sick and he stuck like, in bed. I can't, I can't but then make you're it. like, hey, hey, but today's the field trip where we go to see the chocolate factory. Yeah, he's like, boom, no, I'm in. God can dance and sing. My legs work again. And then last on the almost league, um, Winnie the Pooh. No pants, so can't make the trip. <laughs> So there's my my almost league. Oh, the, bother. Yeah. It was almost Eeyore because I just, you know, I like the, the sadness, but that's just me. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of follow Bethany's trend here. My villain, and depending on which iteration, or I mean, I don't know, maybe it's up for you to decide. Hannibal Lecter is my villain here. Ooh, okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say you stole mine. Laramie. That's a great mind, yeah. Laramie. Great minds, okay? Yeah, I do have a backup though. So yeah, he's a little anti-heroish, depending on when you view him and in which medium you have viewed him. But the books, uh, I would argue, straight up yeah. villain. 
And and my thought behind it, since you know, since I did yeah, come up with them, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that. Was I was trying, I was honestly trying to think of someone that was very Morty Moriarty, Moriarty, super smart, yeah, yeah, just could outwit, outthink, outplan, um, and is outwit, also play outlast. Well, <laughs> the survivor <laughs> thing kicks on. Um, yeah, I uh, and two, someone who's like absolutely ruthless and cutthroat. Both literally, literally and figuratively. Yeah. So, yeah, my villain is, is Hannibal Lecter. Um, in the uh, you know vein of Bethany here, we'll start off with my female character. I did did add for Bethany here. Oh, you got a token. Uh, Elizabeth Salander from the Girl uh, series. You know, the girl who kicked the hornet's nest, mm, the, mm-hmm. the oh, dragon okay. tattoo. Uh, incredibly intelligent has survived and been through more things than we can even fathom and is just a whiz with a computer because mine, despite having characters from all genres and times, takes place in the present is what my movie will be. So we would like to have her there. Um, Sherlock Holmes is my leader of the group. Uh, I think yep, that, that's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Um, Frankenstein's Monster is also oh, okay. making an appearance on the team. I fought really hard not to just put the entire Universal like Monsters yeah, I, crew on here. I, 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 I fought I with really, that as well. Yeah. I really wanted to, because the Wolfman and Count Dracula are like two of my guys, but um, the Mummy would have been awesome to have on here as the Invisible Man spot, but that's neither here nor there now. We went with Frankenstein's monster. Brute strength, but also caring. You know, um, so a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, Edmund Dantes from The Count of Monte Cristo, wealthy. I I considered him. Yep, wealthy beyond measure and also skilled in combat. So I think someone great to have. And then finishing off, again, following Bethany's lead here, a little bit of magic sprinkled in with Gandalf the Grey taking part in my League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So that wraps that up. Probably not as marketable as Bethany's pitch, <laughs> but still, I would like some consideration from the Sharks. I'll take 10%, um, <laughs> you know, so a little less. But yeah, that's my league, and I'm sticking to it. And that that works as well. You, yeah. you definitely did have a lot of thoughts that I had uh, as I was trying to come up with mine. But like I said, I did, I did uh, put Hannibal Lecter down as my villain, uh, although I did have a backup. And yeah, that who's is, the backup? Uh, the kid from the Giving Tree. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah. <laughs> he is—he is a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> he's, he's the villain. Uh, yeah, I literally just wrote that in the corner of the paper. I was like, ah, just the kid from the Giving Tree. Shell Silverstein's like, how can I turn this kid into the giant jerk that he is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? Good. I did. I actually tried not to go a magical route. But now that both of you have, I Do think it. I'm, I think I'm going to make my villain to it the um, the Grand Witch from the Witches. Oh, okay, oh, nice. That's from really Roald nice. The yeah, Witches. that's a great one. Yeah. So I will say none of my team is quote unquote magical. Although I'm, I, I think I'm going to put a little bit of magical ability to my first one, and that's the Mad Hatter. Oh. Um, oh. So as as Bethany, I'm sure. Uh, could tell you I am a big Alice in Wonderland fan. I almost put Alice on my team. Um, I almost did too. Yeah, she just like kind of befuddles herself around everywhere though. It's not like she really is. 
Because yeah. I almost thought about putting Dorothy on my team, but it was similar The magic similar slipper. reasoning. Well, the magic slippers would be great. I yeah, almost put but... Fantastic Mr. Fox, Laramie. You said Roald Dahl, so <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to hijack your thing here, but I almost did well, the yeah. Roald Dahl route. But with the Mad Hatter, I mean, I was thinking about, uh, you know, not only kind of Johnny Depp's portrayal of him in, in the movies, uh, but also the way they portrayed him in the television show Once Upon a Time, where he had the the portal ability from his actual hat. Uh, but also, and I think I've mentioned this book on the show before, I was a, f- a fan of, there's a book series called The Looking Glass Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's where it takes Alice in Wonderland and kind of gives it this steampunk um, fantasy element. And the Mad Hatter, as I read the book, like I'm picturing Jason Statham playing the Mad Hatter. <laughs> oh, okay. So, wow. yeah. So that was kind of my thought is that he is... The, you know, the fighter of the group uh, possibly has a little bit of a magical element. But to go with like my Jekyll Hyde type uh, character, I decided to go Tarzan. Dude, so close to Tarzan, too. But okay, because I'm I'm picturing Tarzan as, you know, him being the gentleman, you know, that he does eventually kind of become within the books. But then when he needs to, he goes feral. Yeah, this and, feral creature for sure. Yeah. So I decided to go with uh with Tarzan on that. Uh, I then needed my brains of the group, and I decided to go Miss Marple. Huh. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know, I would have gone Angela Lansbury, Murder She Wrote, but that wasn't a book, so correct. Went I, with the, uh, the I next. Sh- thing I struggle and, with that a little bit. I wanted to pull movie yeah. fictional characters yeah. into this, and <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. Yep, so. so we just did all books that have movies based on them. Close. Well, I almost went Sam Spade instead of Sherlock Holmes from the Maltese yeah. Falcon. Yeah. Almost, but yeah. either way, sorry. But no, I, I just thought Miss Marple would be a, a, you know, she would almost be the, the leader of the group. I didn't really decide who would be the leader, but I would probably, if I had to pick, would probably say it was Miss Marple. You know, she's kind of going to be commanding to them because she is very demanding in a lot mm-hmm. of her books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... So that's what I went with. Then I was thinking about the the Invisible Man type character, and uh, just and kind of a, a little stealthy, maybe even not a hundred percent good. And and this is of course going to continue on Bethany talking about me picking stuff, this movies and TV shows as well. I went Dexter Morgan. Nice, oh. I like that a lot. I so, do. I do like that. Yeah. Scruples in the gray area. I can't complain. Literally every one of my characters has some sort of movie or TV show based on them. Well, I mean, but -hmm. but it makes sense. I mean, if they're good literary characters. They're going to be converted. Yeah, they're going to be converted into stuff. Uh, And then finally, this one was honestly just a, I need something for fun. And so I went Don Quixote. (laughs) (laughs) Because why not? You know, just seeing him as the, the... you know, he almost like he he lucks out. You know, and yeah, yeah. He's, he's, gets into trouble but finds his way out of it, and maybe even the navigator. Oh <laughs> God! Oh, please yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I went I went Don Quixote for he my, would definitely my be your like comedic there. relief of the group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's so, a pretty good list, Laramie. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so that that was, there was our League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And, or gentle or, women. Or as Alan Moore gentle wanted to folk. say, g- gentle persons, I think is what G- he, Gentle yeah. people. 
Gentle folk. So, I like gentle folk. There you go. That League of Extraordinary Gentle Folk. It's a Taylor Swift album all of a sudden. The Gentle Folk. <laughs> yeah. The Department of Troubled Extraordinary <laughs> Folk. Yeah. I can, the see an, I, can see Society. An, I can see an album in our future for sure, along with the movie. There's a yeah. soundtrack that comes with Bethany's movie. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this one shot up. Uh, you know, hey, hit us up on so- social media. Let us know what you th- would decide as your group, your uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, maybe you agree with us. Maybe you've got some of your own picks. Uh, maybe you thought of uh, books that they haven't turned into movies and TV shows, which is probably why I never thought of them. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, no one reads uh, anymore. It's fine. Yeah. I've read all the books that my characters were based on. Just so everyone knows. All right. Uh, well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do yeah. I do read. I read. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Rate and review the show. Uh, but for today, for Moving Panels, I'm Laramie Wells, and I'll see you on the other side of the page. <laughs>